The cook at Salam's tavern cooks up three oxen steaks for the party and we see each member enjoying the first decent cooked meal in days. Merlin probably gnaws at a discarded ram's bone under the table and you guys as a party will probably be able to relax somewhat for the first time in a few days as well. As the uh, daylight and daytime in general passes, Yori, the half-elven barmaid, will be providing you free drinks. You guys get free room and board here at Cole forever because you saved the um, the tavern. There's no sign of the, uh, the guy um, that looked suspiciously like Denehi Gondi, his brother Borali Gondi, but supposedly he is still in town. Um, Yori mentions um, that uh, he's been quite helpful and, and been simply providing money and telling her how to run the bar. It seems like she might be inheriting it. Um, and various coal villagers come and go. The night settles after what is roughly about six hours of daylight and a familiar face enters the tavern at what might be around 8 p.m. in the evening. Um, you recognize the uh, young woman that you spoke to earlier on, Will, uh, known as Darmia Highhair, who's the wife of the mint farmer, Terran, that you'd arranged to meet earlier in that day. They're quite a young-looking couple. Um, you get the sense that they might have inherited uh, the mint farm themselves. Um, you see them walking in, trailed by their young son, Idril, and Darmia points them towards your table while she sits with the boy at a separate table. And this gentleman walks over approaching the table where you guys are sat, probably somewhere near the middle of the, um, the tavern. Um, he's a tall man, dark hair, not too long, but long enough to be pulled into a small ponytail. Kind of got the rough hands of a farmer, but he has the sort of sparkle in his eyes of intelligence. He pulls the stall over towards your table, but before he sits down, he offers a hand to each of you and introduces himself as Terran Highhair. Nice to meet you. I will stand up and shake his hand and then sit back down. Merlin will kind of crawl up on the table and oh. sniff his hand. Hello there, my gnomish friend. Hmm. Willis and Ortis. Formerly Guardia Army, right now, between work, I suppose. That's Merlin. Good evening. Uh, nice to meet you, Terran. Uh, Terran. Um, I understand you wish to travel to Jairus, he sits down, to speak with the head of the Merchant's Guild, or the Captain of the Guard? A little bit of both. Got some odds and ends to take care of in Jairus, but we are planning on heading out that way, yes. Right. Well, um, if there's any information I can give you, I shall, but it seems that my wife has uh, relayed most of it to you. I deal with some of the books here for some of the merchants in town uh, on behalf of uh, Cull, but um, not really an official appointment by me. Um, the head of the Merchants Guild is a, a man named Robert Birkenhead fairly uh, reasonable gentleman. He uh, takes a percentage of the bulk sale, uh, depending on the travel from Soms and Carl and Kira. Uh, they simply retain, they, they, they have receipts and writs that they uh, 
uh, travel with. Um, is there anything else oh. I can help you with? How far back do your books go? My books? Not very far at all. I, uh, I took over the mint farm from my father less than five years ago. And did he have records? Not really. I, uh, mm. I uh, was fortunate enough to be uh, educated somewhat, whereas my father could not read or write, so my books only go back a few years. Um, Robert, I uh, believe his family has owned the Merchant's Guild for forever, as far as I'm aware. I'm sure he's got books that date back much further. How far back are you considering? Mm, possibly quite some time ago. How uh, this this Robert, is he amenable? Is he going to take some convincing to talk to? Oh, I can't imagine so, no. Uh, he, he uh, He's a businessman through and through, a studious man, quite uh, a little reclusive. I'm sure you could arrange for a meeting with him. Yep. Does the name Dorsten ring a bell? Dorsten. Dorsten, no, I don't think so. Marshal Edmund Dorsten? Marshal. From here or from Jairus? From Jairus. I'm not sure how long it's been since they've had a marshal. I've only been to Jairus two or three times. Uh, as far as I'm aware, I've always been the same captain of the guard. My most recent journey, I actually spoke to him. His name's Gammond, Goliath. Right. I've heard. Big fellow, apparently. Yes. Very friendly. Uh, frankly. Frightening to look at at first. Gentle giant, I'd say. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, well, that's um, that's about the size of it. We're, we're going to head out there. When we were in town buying the uh, lovely steaks you see in front of us here, local butcher kind of cautioned us against staying in a camp outside town or wandering out too far. Said likelihood of us getting jumped was pretty high. If you're still having bandit troubles, how exactly are your caravans getting to and from Jairus without getting harassed? Well, uh, most of the, uh, caravans, uh, pay off the bandits, from what I understand. Uh, they have a bag of coin, but if they can, uh, hire mercenary groups, he kind of looks you over, sort of with the idea that he thinks that might be what you are. There, for less coin than they have to pay the bandits, then they, uh, tend to do that. Um, some of them are, uh, old guards like yourself and can handle themselves um well it just so happens there is a merchant in town uh and you're looking to hire cartsmen which is not the same thing he wants somebody to follow his cart along in a second wagon along the road but i'm sure he'd willingly pay for the service of protection as well we get to if, I mean, the people hired to do that would get to drive the cart? Yes, um, sometimes there are convoys, they move in groups, the merchants together. In this case, I believe that the, uh, there was some trouble at some point, and so a lot of the merchants have, uh, 
got more merchandise to move due to the dispersal of merchants, uh, as I understand it. One of the farmhands from Som's Point helped bring the cart here, but has returned. Therefore, normally I would hire a farmhand from Cull, but if you're interested, I can introduce you to him. I'm sure he'll pay relatively handsomely. He's a well-known merchant. I think that would be a fantastic idea. I'm heading out that way anyway. Very well. Um, let me speak to my wife and we'll order some food and I'll head out with you and take you down to meet uh, the merchant. His name is Guinness. Taryn. Hmm. These highwaymen that have been bothering the caravans. Have you ever seen them yourself? I've seen several of them, yes. I run a mint farm and they hit the outskirts of town quite often as well. That and the wolves and the owl bears, but uh if... describe them. Well, many of them are uh, small orc war bands. Uh, most of them along the north road here belong to a clan known as Wolf's Tribe or Wolf's Bane or something like that, often carrying a wolf medallion. There's another group that have been uh, uh, troubling of note, but they tend to uh, accept coin. They are uh, snakes and lions or something. Those are the most frightening ones. There are some when who... When was the uh, last time you encountered that group? The uh, snakes and lions was... Uh, must have been about two weeks ago. We paid them off. Well, God did. Pay them off with food. What's their usual asking? Oh. Well, um, not as much as it was recently. It seems that they have a fair number now. They're almost a small war band of their own. Mm. It was a good chunk of food, uh, wheat, uh, a decent bit of silver, I think. Can't say I know exactly. Sounds like you're having to pay them an awful lot. How are you even still turning a profit? Well, frankly, that is uh, Robert... Birkenhead at the Jairus Merchants Guild is able to uh, provide enough uh, overhead between myself and the actual merchants on the road that we can continue to keep a few coins back, enough at least for us to buy dinner for our families here. Let's say some of these bandits were dealt with. Do you anticipate that would cause problems for you in the future? Retaliation or anything? Uh, well, I suppose that depends on who does it. If it were myself, I would assume that they would come to my homestead and burn it to the ground, yes. But if it were, I don't know, the Guardian Army, though they haven't done much, then uh, what could they do? Hmm. Not really one to uh, deal with them, though, for the most part. The Guardsmen seem to pay them off. Keeps their jobs a little easier. So perhaps it would be best to look like we aren't affiliated with merchants. Uh, and we could maybe deal with them. Well, yes. Um, as I said, though, they really do number in a... There's a... From what we understand, 30 to 50 of them. In a, and that was two weeks ago. Right. Uh, uh, still only four of you. I don't want you going and getting your heads lobbed off for a few coins against a 
greater foe. I, I don't know if you'd heard of Som's Point, but I believe it may have been the same uh, bandit crew that hit it. I'd imagine perhaps they didn't pay their uh, pay their dues. You heard any news from Gefreda? Gefreda, no. Do you suspect that they would hit such a large city? Uh, well, if they haven't been seen since Som's Point... They must be somewhere. Very big difference between Soms Point and Gefreda, though. I feel like a frontal assault on Gefreda would be suicide for anything except the large and organized mercenary crew. I was thinking the ships. Right. As was I. They could do hit-and-run tactics at the port, but the city itself is not a chance. Or more that the ships would have been sighted, and you might know where they are right now. But I suppose we don't know. So there's no point taking the risk. Um, might I ask? For my own safety and that of my family, I understand you are, uh, friendlies of Col, And I thank you again for helping my son and, and the people, but are you in any way affiliated with these bandits? Should we, we, we be worried of a similar situation to Som's point? That's the no. last thing you need to worry about. Right. Well, that's good to know, I suppose. Um, let me, uh... I don't even think we look like a band of bandits. Oh, no. You, you, you don't. You look, uh... To me, you look like weary travelers. I, I think we look pretty... I think we tough. look good. Yeah, yeah we look we, good. Tough. We look tough, intimidating. Fearsome Fierce. foes. Yes, quite. Um, he looks you up and down. You've probably got ribs and mm -hmm. leather is ripped and your clothes are dirty and covered in blood and bits of fire and God knows what you picked up in the mist. Water, mm -hmm. um, booze spilled everywhere. And yeah. uh, he says... Yeah, that's sorry. I thought it was me. He says, um, uh, I, I just have to tend to my family. Uh, if you give me five minutes, I'll return and we'll head out for the, uh, the merchant. Speak with mm -hmm. him before he hires someone. By else. all means. Yes. Uh, Thank you. Me. Five minutes. I think we look good. I think we look great. I'm sure we don't look terrible. I think we look, you know, more formidable. You know what will really help? Aside from a good night's sleep, these, and I'm gonna put a pair of shoes on the table in front of fire. It should be your size. Oh, what a surprise. Is it, is it your birthday fire? No. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You didn't tell us. Yep, I, yep, it, it is my birthday now. Thank you so much. I will give these back to you then. I take up the floppy. There's no, no need to return those. In fact, there's a waste bin over there by the door. That would oh, be an mm. ideal spot for those. Maybe you keep them for the size. next time. Do you want to jump in some acid? Just in case. Yeah. You know. The inclination That's... has never struck me to jump in acid. Well, it's my thing now. Fire. It's kind of my thing. So, you know, old acid feet. Sizzle toes, they call me. Sizzle toes. So. Sizzle toes. 
a name uh. that will strike clear mm -hmm. into our foes. Sizzletoes approaches. Yep. I'm gonna Definitely just put these on. These are my style too. Thank you. They match my outfit pretty well. Rise, you've got a knife. So as, as you have probably surmised by now, while the rest of you were uh, assisting Merlin with dinner time, I was speaking to this lot. And it looks like it's going to pay off. We can pick up mercenary work on the way out west. I'm Make concerned. money for our troubles during the round trip. I don't want to cause them more trouble. If they usually pay the bandits off, then do you think we might be making a problem worse? Well, he said that they already hire protection groups yeah. as a normal matter, of course. So I don't see how that would be any different. But if their intention is to just pay them off, then we just let them do what they want to do. I can't imagine that Leon Viperum is still hanging around here. Nor can I, truthfully. As much as I would love to get my hands on them, the last we saw them, they were way out to the east. Their leader is dead. They're probably in disarray. Well, unless they're still following Arias, and I doubt Arias has stopped searching for whatever he's looking for. Just because we've this been is, in the mist. This is true, but I also doubt Arias would have them lying in wait between Cull and Jairus, ambushing they, caravans. Yeah, they wouldn't be hitting merchants, surely. No, yeah. If, if, if Arias is indeed still traveling with them and calling the shots, which is probably the case, I, I just I don't see them being back this way. If anything, some of them may have deserted or ran off after Massimo's death, especially if they're not content to follow Arias around. So we mm. could perhaps hit splintered off cell of them somewhere, but that's about it. I'd be more concerned with this other group of unknowns showing up, the ones with the wolf banner. Mm. Don't know who they are, don't know how many there are. That, to me, is a scarier proposition. Yeah. I think but also after facing, yeah, after facing giant monstrosities and mist monsters. I'm not really too worried about a few orcs with a wolf flag. I mean, as far as we look intimidating and maybe they'll be scared when they see us. Mm-hmm. I bet. Marlin can growl at them. Yeah, yeah we'll we can always use oh, I'll, this. I'll um, eat their brains. Uh, literally, this situation. I mean, if you eat their brains in front of them, I'm sure that would be enough to put them off trying. Um, did you say eat their brains? It's a common an expression. Uh, it's an expression. It, it doesn't amongst... translate well into common. No, yeah. Oh, right, yes. Um, from the from the tree, the the iris tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's an elf. It, you know, it's, it's a kind, little kind of like thing. it's kind of like kick your brain. If you've ever heard that phrase. Right. Yes. It's a gnome yeah. thing. Oh, interesting. Oh. oh. Yes. No, well, it's I'm, an only elf gnome. No, no elf. Elf gnome. No gnome uh, fish. No anyway. Um. Southern. Is this is this the half Southern. elf barmaid talking? No, this is so. the guy who's come back. <laughs> okay, and he uh, <laughs> he he says, uh, well, if uh, uh, if you're finished with your drinks, I'll I'll take you out to meet uh, Guinness. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's meet Guinness. Can't wait to eat his brains about this whole thing. R right. Yes. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Eat his brains. Yeah. Um. Yes. Follow me. And he. Heads out of the uh, out of the tavern, nodding at his wife. She gives you each kind of kind of a slight smile as you uh, as you head out. The kid kind of watches you 
and he takes you outside back out into the town heading down towards the south uh gate of um coal which again is barely a gate at all they have a kind of poor wooden wall that runs around the edge of town many holes in it in places one of which you've used to exit at the north of town um and uh you can see towards the south gate um just inside the gate there is two identical wagons that stand beside one another the horses that belong to these wagons presumably are tied nearby they're eating oats from a small trough beside the uh wooden walls and there's a dwarf that's pacing up and down muttering to himself looking at one of the wagons he kicks one of the wheels um as you approach you can see that the wagons are already filled with various barrels and boxes um covered items tied with ropes securely to the back and um terran says um guinness it's uh it's terran how are you doing the dwarf turns around to you and he um he has a, a kind of a wide brimmed hat on with uh two green feathers sticking out of the back of it uh he's got a thick kind of beard but not too long kind of wild looking with a thick mustache over it as well um and uh his right arm has a tattoo um which has a set of dwarven text which is spiraling around and down his arm um as he turns around he says bastard oh i'm i'm sorry guinness um you okay what oh yeah no i'm fine that's the, that bastard there oh big bastard and he looks up at you will hello oh little bastard looks down at you merlin <laughs> yes it's... not often one smaller than me you're a gnome there i be oh good to see a gnome he holds his hand out towards you first he shakes it. I love gnomes. He grabs your hand. It's rough as he shakes your hand. Oh, good business, I, I, man. You are. I bet you. They've got oh, brains. Yeah, gnomes got brains. I tell you, them are born with brains twice the size in smaller packages. What can I do for you, Terran? Terran looks down and says, "Um, these are willing participants, potentially able to uh, serve as a cartsman for you uh, on your journey. I believe that they are." Uh, also well armed and able to protect themselves these are the uh, recent heroes of our town they defeated a terrifying creature w which was like a bird with tentacles so i'm told uh it is a what did you call twice. it a, a grell yes twice it came back yes um uh, wasn't there the second time but uh they can most certainly take care of themselves oh hey that's you is it hey i heard about that i was down in kira i was i didn't know and he kind of starts moving around you you see him kind of like he he has no sense of personal space he kind of gets close to you and he's like looking over your items like he's kind of moving he probably like pokes at your sword will moves like touches the back of your quiver um fire and uh kind of looks around each of you and says hey yeah uh, you look like you some better days but you know what so have i so have we've I. all seen better days right so who knows how to uh drive he points towards one of the carts oh you do yeah. oh yeah right yeah, so you probably come from that there tree mm-hmm you got many yeah. carrots in that there tree. I thought you'd be going up and down on pulleys. Yeah. Uh, 
I love to drive. Right. Good enough for me. All right, Terran. Thank you very much. Hey, I remember what I said. You get a good deal. Okay, this time. Look at all that, eh? Look at all that stuff. Terran's kind of looking over the cards. Yes, um, very, very good. It's a lot of, uh, lot of bits. I, um, I don't remember you having quite so much stuff last time. The dwarf says, Hey, well, that's, uh, that's business. Some's point. They're all dead. All of them dead. Tell you. It's, oh, it's terrible business. He looks up to the you lot. Terrible business, I tell you. It was awful. Mm. I was there. Yeah. You might not believe it. It was a dragon. Dragon? Aye. Wow. Oh. Dragon came swooping down, broke the gate. Fire everywhere. Mm. Well, I I heard it was bandits. Aye, dragon and bandits. There was a dragon. Oh. They'd had a dragon with them. And what happened to the dragon? Yeah, burned down the whole market. Oh. Well, that's fiery breath. Mm. Is it true there were skeletons walking around? Aye. Thousands. Well, Tens of thousands of them. I uh, had wow. to defend my life. Luckily, I can do that. And Pat's a, a very large looking crossbow that he's got leaning up against one of the wagons. I had to defend myself. Aye. If I'd found that dragon. Mm. I'd have taken it down myself. Yeah, I bet. How many people did you save? Me? Probably, uh, yeah. 20, 30, 50, maybe 70 wow. people. And yet Hero. everyone's dead. Everyone died, yeah. but he saved them. Well, I wasn't saving the merchants. I thought they'd be able to take care of themselves like me, and I can take care of myself. Mm. That's why I'm not offering premium rates. Mm -hmm. Just so you know, I am able to take care of myself, but I would accept help on the road. If you'd be willing. All right. And what are the standard right. rates? Well, reg regardless of how capable you are at defending yourself, you can't drive two carts at the same time. So. That's right. 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 Well, we got that one there. You can take this here cart and uh, what the rest do you do? Fighter. I can see that. You, what do you do? You're a witch. Witch? Right, witch. Yeah, I'm a witch. I knew it. And the gnome here, he's your accountant. I beg your pardon. Hey. Yeah, Merlin's fantastic with money. I bet you can yes. count all the way to 25. Yes, I can. I it's it. a big number. Big number for me. I knew it, me. Hey, I'll give you a... I'll give you good rations. I'll give you drinks. I got water and stout. And it's clean water, too. Uh, I'll give you five gold a day. Each... And I'll give you 10 gold on uh, safely arriving at Jairus. How's that sound? Um, I'm not <coughs> How a does special. That sound, it's actually really good. Um, five gold a day is uh, a lot. You, you recall, you guys, the gold is kind of hard to come by. So it's actually an extremely good rate, um, which might m m be concerning to you. Yeah. <laughs> but the, it is a decent rate as he uh and uh he folds his arms and looks over to you. It's too good to be true. Um what happens if uh well one of us happens to go on a special diet? I prefer things maybe perhaps a little bit more on the raw side. Oh right, I gnomes. I, I knew that about gnomes. I use don't cook. Right? Mm-hmm. 
No, no, we right. don't. Never Flesh. let a gnome cook for you. It's terrible. Well, uh, he moves over to the the um, the second cart and says, uh, "Look under here, then." And he pulls back one of the tarps, brings down a box, unlatches it, and lifts it up. And inside, you can see there's lots of the meats. Probably a bunch of them with some of the meats that were on the table that were there earlier on. He says, "That's ox meat, lamb, and pork. Can Ooh, you eat that?" Quite the. Oh, yes. It's quite the variety. Um, right. Good to know. Uh, if we see something on the road, I'll, uh... Well, you can shoot it. We can eat it. You know? Sometimes we get little squirrels and stuff dead on the side of the road. I'll pick them up. Skin them up. Eat them up. Right. We'll, uh... We'll worry about his dietary habits. Don't you sweat about that. <laughs> and I'm just gonna look at Merlin and try to give him a glance that says drop it he just wiggles his brows at you so when are you planning to leave well based on the route I'm taking tomorrow I'm gonna mm, I'm hoping for another six hours of daylight we've had good daylight last week last two and if we travel by daylight, less chance of orcs. Less chance of wolves. More chance of bears. Okay. I can handle bears. Bears are alright. They're like gnomes. Throw a bit of raw flesh at them. And they'll fick off. Now, Merlin tends to stick around when you throw food at him. Speaking from experience. Right. Mm. That's because he's a gnome. The gnome's brains. Bears, a brains. gnome is a dead gnome, they say. Bears are stupid. Stupid creatures. Big horns, little brains. That's all we need to worry about. So, I'm thinking daylight. We head out. Alright then. So, we'll meet you back here at sunrise. Well. Well. The approximation of sunrise. Hey. No. He turns around. Let's see here what we got. And he pulls out a bottle of vodka and says, Look at that. Nice is vodka. Picked that up, some's point. Quite literally. Picked it up off the ground. So that's mine. I'm not selling it. That's yours. Here you go. Oh, uh... Thank you. And that's for helping me right now. And he turns around, moving out of the way. He points to one of the wagon wheels and says, That's fact. Do you mm. mind helping me with it? Can I do an insight check on this guy? Absolutely. I what are you know... trying to work out? I want to know if he looks nervous or if he's just really chill, if this is just day to day or if this is like a little bit weird for him. Give me he's that insight guy. check. Oh, it's a three. A three? This man is the most sus man of all time. <laughs> uh, but you don't know why. You don't know what it is. He's, he seems sus as fuck. And he walks over to one of the wagon wheels. You can see that the uh, two of the spokes seem to have broken. Like they might have hit a bump uh, and, and snapped or, or slowly been splintering over the course of maybe his travel here today. He says, uh, yeah, that's a bastard. I got a new one. And he points to the back of the wagon where you can see one is attached. He says, But it's, uh, 
Well, it's a four-man job. Is it? Are you asking if it is a four-man job? Uh, yeah. Absolutely, yes. It's changing a wagon wheel on a car. Okay. Bottle of vodka. You help me. You go drink it. I see you in the morning. Right. Mm. Come on now. <laughs> I'm just gonna kind of raise an eyebrow. Fixed. Like, what? Are you, what are you getting at? The wagon wheel. Come on. <laughs> Walk over there and help him lift it up. So, it will take four people to properly fix this. Two people have to lift the wagon. Uh, you people have to be strong. Someone has to fit the wheel, which actually requires you to be quite intelligent, and one person oh. needs to help align it, which is somebody who needs to be dexterous. Who wants to do what? I'll help align it. Gee, I wonder. <laughs> uh, this uh, was stolen from online, and I got it and was like, that's fun, and then... <laughs> And then looked at it and went, oh, I wonder who's going to do what. <laughs> oh, um, one of you isn't that strong, though. So um, no. who would like to be the two to lift it? Well, I figure I'm probably a shoe in to be one of them. So who gets to draw the short straw here and try to help me lift this heavy thing? Oh, I suppose I'll glance at Merlin and then nervously do look Do I look like I can do it? It's as big as me. I am not strong. <laughs> <laughs> I can try. Does Merlin know Mage Hand? I'm trying to remember if I've... Oh, yeah. I do. Mage Hand can only pick up, like, a bag yeah. of sugar, though. Yeah, but he's also Die. he's also got, like, telekinetic stuff, right? I don't know if he can use that. I Merlin mean, I just push it. I think you can, head. like, I don't know. shove it. It's like a buffet of force rather than a delicate lifting and holding in place. Like the, the true telekinesis spell. I'm sorry. I already Come know what my me. duty is. It's to make it fit. I will make it fit. <laughs> you might be so, one of the stronger ones, to be honest, Merlin, because... Really? Oh, I, don't know, I don't know. I'm going to check and we're going to look. Uh, Merlin has a plus one to strength. Fix has oh, a wow. minus two. <laughs> and I wouldn't, I, wouldn't I, normally, I wouldn't normally tell you this, but I think you guys have been traveling together long enough that you'd have an idea of how strong each of you is. You might have seen each other mm -hmm. do things. Fire has I a plus one. I didn't realize Merlin was jacked. <laughs> well, I think he got, a little, he got a little stronger when he became a zombie. Um, uh, that's what happened. No. I, think, I think he actually got a little dumber uh, and a little stronger. Um, see, the pro problem is if we have him do the lifting, that, doesn't, that leaves... I don't know. It's... Dick's intelligent. I don't. I don't. I don't know what everyone yes, else's scores is. are. Excuse How you. How dare you? How dare right. you? Moderately. Okay. <laughs> well, at some, I'm just gonna turn to Merlin and say, "Come over here and give me moral support at least." Then, and I'm gonna start yeah, trying to lift I'll, the thing. I'll help then, you. Then, then Will is also gonna look completely smug for a second and be like, "Probably don't need the help anyway. You know, I'm kind of a beast." You want <laughs> to try and lift it by yourself. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna start lifting it as Merlin arrives. Give me an athletics check with disadvantage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this will go well. Maybe. Oh. Uh, oh wait, it only rolled once. Hold on, that's a, that's that's a nice opening roll. It's Let's see if the second one. Let's see if the second one screws me over. Hey, the other one. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I am kind of, of a beast. You know, you know that moment where, where Superman lifts a tractor with one arm or whatever? Like, <laughs> Will kind of does that. Like, he goes over and lifts the, uh, the wagon 
two-handed. It's not like you do this effortlessly like Superman does or anything, but you lift the whole wagon with stuff on it up enough for just one of the wheels to be accessed. Um, and while he begins to sweat and his uh, body strains, um, one of you can take the other wheel off. Um, oh, actually, that is what... Um, our uh, uh, Guinness is doing. The dwarf rushes forward and pulls the wagon wheel off, rolling it to one side. He quickly points to the other uh, wagon wheel and says, "They go get that quick." Who wants to grab the wagon wheel off the back I'll of the wagon? It. All right, Merlin heads over. A tiny little gnome with a massive wagon wheel comes walking <laughs> over. Um, should be much heavier than you think Merlin maybe you're a little stronger now for some reason um the smell of flesh in the air tonight as you begin to uh, place the wagon wheel back onto the wagon give me an intelligence check please wow uh this is gonna be the best wagon wheel fitting of all time that is a natural <laughs> 28 <laughs> uh he does this as if he it almost like he has his eyes closed. Like it, it almost is, this is his job. This is like a Formula One pit driver, like uh, pit crew <laughs> changes. He places this thing on, uh, but it does need to be aligned, even though he's placed it on correctly. Um, whoever wants to do the aligning uh, to ensure that it's uh, on correctly, give me a dexterity <laughs> check. Wow. You align the wheel perfectly. And I'm sure that won't go wrong later on. As the wheel is affixed, Will slowly lets the wagon back down. And uh, the um, dwarf says, Hey, good job, good job. Uh, you, points to you, fire. Come on, me. Come, come here. Okay. Points to the two horses. Points to the grey one standing next to a sandy-coloured um, horse. He says, Carlsberg, Stella. Carlsberg being the grey horse, Stella being the uh, sandy-coloured horse. Which one? Uh, well, based on my experience with these creatures, I will choose Stella because I like the name. All right, go and say hello. Okay, I'll go hesitantly but trying to appear confident i'll walk up Give me an animal handling to... check yes oh no <laughs> so bad oh, okay yeah you uh head over to stella what do you do whatever you do stella will respond positively to it so what is this just... meeting like i slowly bring my hand out and pat her neck just try to pat her neck and her mane a little bit. And I'm just faking confidence. Um, after a moment, Guinness says, Hey, she likes you. Mm. Hey, she kicked the last farm hand across the farm. It, they're fine, right? Hey, hey, they're fine. Mm. Right, so you'll take Stella with this cart tomorrow morning. Okay, you follow me. I got an eye for the road, so I'll go first. And, uh, Gnome! You are riding yes. with me. Oh. Hey. Oh. 
to pick your brains. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'll not, I'll, I'll ride with, with you. All right, the three of you can go on the other cart. There's just enough room on the back for one of you. Two of you up front. Mm. <sighs> Merlin? Yes. Um, does this sound okay with you to be not... I, well... Obviously, I would prefer to be with you and Stella. Mm. Yeah, the thing is, I'm kind of Merlin's bodyguard, so... Alright. Can I, I inside, inside check this guy now that he's... He's being awfully specific with who's going where, so I think I'm finally going to raise an eyebrow and see if I can tell if something's up here or if he's lying. Yes, give me an inside check. I haven't taken my eyes off him the entire time either. I've just been like... Oh, yeah, I think that's also part of it. That's also part of it. Like, I can, <laughs> like I, can, I can see Fix staring the guy up and down until finally I'm like, all right, maybe something is off here. Let's see. A 20 on a, inside. A 20. From your perspective, Will, um, and uh, you also have a lot of experience with merchants in general. Um, while this guy wouldn't have traveled quite as far south uh, for you to have ever interacted with him, for the most part, he just seems like a lot of the other merchants. They're, they're generally quite confident because they spend all day on the road. They're, they sort of had the anxiety knocked or scared out of them um, from all the varying things. The roads in the Dark Realm are generally not a safe place, especially when you've got a big wagon full of stuff. Um, this general interaction with him seems to... Uh, for the most part, he just seems to be pretty genuine. It does seem like his carts are just filled with the same um stuff that you might expect he has the demeanor of of uh a dwarf um do you speak dwarven i do then you can read what's on his arm um his uh tattoo reads in dwarven uh you can you should and if you're brave enough to start you will um and uh from your perspective, it doesn't seem... He doesn't seem like he's up to anything or doing anything. The only thing I think that maybe stuck out to you is that, like, he seems to have procured some extra goods from the uh, chaos at some's point. Um, the legality of which might be a little wobbly, but the legality of almost everything is a little wobbly anyway. Um, and uh, he genuinely just seems to be very interested in Merlin because he's a gnome, but obviously doesn't know anything about gnomes. Um, for the most part, for you, he seems very much to just be telling the truth and to be genuine and offering you a decent deal um, on what is probably one of the largest loads of stuff he's had. So it, it, it probably seems to you like he actually genuinely is very happy to see that he has good protection for this one instead of having to head out with just some farmhand and maybe pay off uh, any bandits or worry about any other assailants on the road um do i recognize that slogan um is that no. something it... no i don't think you recognize it as being a dwarven saying necessarily um you can read it clearly and also if any i don't know if anybody else speaks dwarven but uh yeah it doesn't seem like a saying necessarily it, it, it's probably something personal um but yeah he seems pretty uh he just seems to be interested in merlin you can probably sway him out of taking Merlin on the cart. Mm. Will, are you confident uh, with cart? Um, you know. Typic 
typically I was marching beside it, so I haven't had a lot of practice in the driver's seat. But I can give it a shot. Yeah, I might ride with Merlin. Oh, there's no space. Our friend. There's no space. Three on the back cart. One on the front. I say no. Well, I say no. Right. Are you just saying that so no. you get more elbow room on your seat, sir? Absolutely not. But I will not have you up front with me. What if Merlin sits on my lap? That's... That's utter madness. How it's about not madness, it's insanity. You're crazy. Mm. That goes yeah. against how, all the merchant's how, how, codes. Oh, How's about... Fire, you ride up here with our new friend. And then Fix or I can attempt to ride to drive the other cart and keep Merlin with us. Or I can ride with him. Or um, that. Uh, just uh, <clears throat> no. If you if you if you don't mind, no hexes and no hex bags. I don't like them little dolls. What you put little sticks in. Hmm. Well, I wouldn't be using it on you. Right, aye. No, no, I know that. Right, that's fine. Aye. No, I'd love to. Oh, I'd no love to have then. you in yeah. there. On there. On, uh, right. right next to me for two days. We can have mm. a lovely discussion. Right. gnomes. Aye. You can't charm a dwarf, either. Yeah. That doesn't work. I wouldn't so even try. Don't, don't be trying to steal my box of gems. You have a box, box of, of gems? gems? Mm. Aye. I'll give you, you a well, be, Where's that located so I can just keep an extra fire. Keep an I'll extra give you safe. a full itinerary load down tomorrow. Okay. Because I've not had a stout ale all day and I plan to drink myself silly and sleep right here under this hair car. Right. Like a good you plan. do that. I will be taking advantage of the nice cozy beds inside. So if there's nothing else, are we good to go? Yep. You go. Do what you need to do. No hex bags. No, none of that. Right. See you in the morning. Right and early. Mm. As we're walking away, I'm just kind of taking one more look at the wagon and then just kind of... (laughs) 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 Now he's going to get it in his head, isn't he? Hmm. I don't trust him. One bit. Well, me either. I know. Yeah, me either, honestly. I am such a pain sometimes. Mm-hmm. He or gives you me the, the heebie-jeebies. Why does he yeah. want to know so much about gnomes? I mean, honestly, we've got this reaction. We've got this reaction everywhere we've gone, though. Everyone's fascinated by the gnome. Marlin, you're kind rare. of a, you're kind of a, you are a rare type around here. Well, except things are a little different now. I'm dead. What if he catches yes, why on you, to that? Yeah, why do you think I don't want you sitting there next to him? That's why I'm saying you should... You know, we'll come up with some excuse. You ride on our cart, and then one of these two can go sit up there with him, since apparently he <clears throat> doesn't want me taking up his elbow room. But, yeah, you shouldn't sit there next to him. Not the least because of he might find out about your condition, but also I don't want you trying to take a bite out of him if the urge overcomes you. Yeah, no, he had a, a smell to him. I should probably take a step back. Hmm. And no hexes or curses, which we've got yeah, a reputation witch. to uphold. 
How many witches do you think he's actually seen? Probably the same number of he's seen of dragons, which is mm -hmm. zero. True. I'm sure um, I'm going to have many of his tales in my head over the next two days. Good luck with that. Mm. Uh, Hang in yeah, there. no, I think this I think this arrangement should work fine. I'll just um, sit on the back of the cart, I suppose. Works for me. Keep an you eye can out keep an us. eye on fire. I'm what, sure we'll be busy driving. Paper? She's not going to do anything. Yeah. I saw the way her eyes lit up when she saw the box of gems. I'll be sitting on top of it. Problem solved. I think there's nothing wrong with keeping an extra eye on them. Mm hmm I wanted to make sure they stayed safe. There were, there, there, uh, you know, I don't think this Obviously. guy's lying to us. I think he's being truthful. But at the same time, something feels off. Like the pay is pretty good. The haul is pretty large. I wonder if he was almost expecting that he's going to get attacked. Like we mm. should, obviously it's a possibility, but I feel like it's a, quite a strong one and we should be ready for it. Mm. To be fair, he did openly take a, a ton of items. Right. Merlin. Yes. If we do get if we do get into trouble, I want to handle it a specific way, and I'm gonna need you to pay attention. You understand? Okay. If we end up being confronted by some big group, I want to make it look like I'm trying to talk them down. Right? I'm gonna walk forward and try to talk to them, and I want you to be ready to burn them all off the face of the earth as soon as I get them standing in one spot, you understand? Understood. The same way fixed, after? The same way Fix dealt with all those worm things in the woods when I ran into the middle of them. We're gonna do that. The difference is bandits probably aren't gonna be stupid enough to all stand in one spot. But you'd be surprised how quickly they're gonna gather around if they see something enticing. Like a box of gems. Follow my meaning? I do. I follow. Okay. And if I get a little scorched in the process, so be it. Whoa, whoa, okay. Don't turn whoa, me it... into a pile of ash, though. I can cool you off. Just make sure it's not near Let's... the cart. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> You've cooled me off once before. It was not enjoyable. Well, you weren't burning that time. Maybe this time it'd be nicer. Give it a try sometime. Your smile said otherwise. Let's just hope it doesn't come to that. All right. I'm going to bed. Gotta stay out of trouble for a few hours, yeah? Mm. So. The night passes. Each of you um, able to, once again, uh, take advantage of the free room, food, board, and drink of the... Um, of the uh, tavern when the morning arrives it is still dark until around uh, 9 a.m um when the sun um peers through some clouds it remains relatively overcast as it was the day before but again the, the sun even on an overcast day is uh 
uh, is still such a generally rare sight um, and being able to see the city or the town the village if it's even that the hamlet um as you uh as you head out through the um the streets um seeing all the farmers moving out you see a few wagons heading out of town um and you see some of the market stalls being set up um it's certainly an interesting sight since the light has um appeared so early you do get the sense that um that Guinness was right, you're probably going to see a fair few hours of light um, throughout the day. Uh, each of you will be at full HP. You have all of your um, spells and your uh, abilities back. You'll also get half of your hit die back for the full rest, which um, is all encompassing from pretty much since the last session uh, all the way through to now. And... Um, Presuming you all head out um, after maybe a, a small breakfast um, and head down back towards where the carts are, you'll see once again that um, uh, Guinness is there. This time, however, you'll see the horses are saddled, um, the carts are ready. There's a, only a two or three more things that seem to have been added to the uh, to the carts, but for the most part, they seem to be um, uh, fully packed and ready to go. The horses. Um, attached and uh guinness turns and says oi oi right he's all looking uh he's looking uh, just about the same as last night he's not got any clothes oh, to change i think into. we look more bright-eyed bushy tail how'd you get Thank that you very much huh? look at that what? right and then look you got like three chains missing from your chainmail. What if someone pokes an arrow through it? Not a chance. And what about the witch? Look in there. Perfect. Fantastic. Look at that. Mm -hmm. That's how you present yourself. That's yeah. how it's done on your first day of work. Right. Yeah. Okay, so Stella, all yours, elf. Mm. He watches you. Hello See again, you Stella. <laughs> Give me an animal handling check. <laughs> you have advantage this time because you've already met Stella. Good morning. Wow. <laughs> Stella kind of... <laughs> oh, oh, somebody's mm -hmm. gotten up on the wrong side of the stable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me yeah. too. Well, so this is all yours. Fine. He starts walking around the... Uh, around the wagon he says um now in here use of goat dung lots of dung and you immediately begin to smell the cart hey oh. i know but they want dung from uh proper farms down in jairus oh it's crazy but i actually that sells for a few copper it's pretty decent you've got lard in there that's squalid food. Don't eat it. Right? I don't know what they do with it. I reckon necromancy. I don't know what they do with that squalid food, but they buy it. Right? On the back here, you got hunting traps, and them's for big bastards like bears and werewolves. That's salt. In here, that's iron pots and pans. So you hear a lot running around. It's not swords. Okay? Had. A man with me once opened up a barrel in the middle of a fight, 
pulled out a pan, took an arrow to the fucking heart. You've got your own weapons. Don't touch the pans. That's raw iron. There's buckets in there, shovels in there, hammers in there. That's torches if it gets dark, eh? Starts elbowing uh, Will. Dung, dung, dung against your armor. And here's chalk. That's a bunch of empty lanterns. That's rope. And that's unworked leather. Right? Mm. I know what's here. You should know what's in here. But I definitely know what's in here. And if there's one shovel missing at the other end, you don't get paid a copper piece. Mm. Alright? Sticky fingers. Then you'd best not drop the shovel mean. anywhere. Right. Well, that's yours. This is all on you. You, you, and you. Points at the three of you that are going to be on this one. Now, on my car, I got the food. Fish, mushrooms, uh, rhubarb, onions, potatoes. I got stout. I got the mead. I got the rum. And I got milk. You like milk? Mm. You used to. What are you, a baby? I got seeds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got the meats. And secretly... I got a box of geodes. And they cut them oh. up and they turn them into gems. Right? Wow. No matter what, the only fucking thing that needs to make it to Jerus is that fucking box of geodes. Oh. What? No, it's the geodes. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what worth I more than all this other shit put together. Mm -hmm. That's a special order. Okay. Alright, if that doesn't make it, we're fucked. And who is that for? Just in case. That is on a need-to-know basis. Well, we need to know. I, I think, think we need right? to know. Why? The witch is asking, I think. Uh, I'll tell you when we get to the gates of Jairus. I'm not having you slit my throat. Halfway there, and then showing up. Oh yeah, we lost them on the way. It was terrible. A fucking a dragon bit place. him in half. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that would be awful you know, to You think I'm stupid? Dragon. I'm no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can tell he's been doing this a while. Hey, I've also got stashed underneath my sheet 500 gold pieces, 200 silver pieces, and 50 copper pieces. And I'm only telling you that in case the bastard in Leon Viperum hit us. Right? You see them bastards? You'll know them. They've got a little tattoo of a fucking lion and a snake. Do you know what a lion is? Yes. yes. Right. You see them, they ask for money, and we are not fighting them. Right. There's fucking loads of them. Fucking loads. I hear they got a fucking boat. We don't fight them. We see the orcs, we kill them. We see the wolves, we kill them. We see bears, we kill them. Right? Mm -hmm. We see the Muin tribe, we kill them. We see the core tribe, sometimes they're alright, but we kill them. Okay. Leon Viperum, fucking pay him, bastards. Right? Is that clear? Clear. You pay them the entire 500 or just a piece of it? Fuck no, we don't pay him 500, we give them some food. Give him a bunch of fish, mm. give him some of that lamb, and we'll give him a few coin and we say, Oh, I've only got a hundred gold pieces. And they go, You more than five hundred on that. 
car, haven't you? And he's like, no, no, I've only got 150. Give him the 150. Give him a bit of lamb. Get him drunk on the vodka, on the rum. And then you whistle away, right? Nice and simple. You can talk them down. They're bastards. But they're not like them fucking orcs. Right, okay. Off we go. Okay. Hey, look, witch. This here's Carlsberg. Nice to meet you, Carlsberg. Hey. Give me an animal handling check as he drags you over towards this horse. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. He kind of seems indifferent to you. But, but like, Guinness is staring at this animal's reaction as you get close to him. Hey. <laughs> okay. Okay, you can sit up there. Look, you've got a cushion. Them's not, they ain't got a cushion. They got a hard thing for the arse. You've got a cushion, like a queen. They're like a Very queen witch. Appreciated. What's your name, witch? Fix. Fix. We're going to have a lovely journey together for the next two days. All right, Probably. yeah, no problem. What's your dad's name? Wrench. <laughs> yes. How did you know? Right. Okay, hefts himself up onto the first cart and uh, does a few like a last little... glance back to the other three, like... <laughs> he does a few last minute checks and then uh, uh, looks back to um, you, Fire, and says, You ready? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and all that. Just follow me. Do you know the yep. way to Jairus? Uh-huh. Right, there's basically one road. The North Merchants mm -hmm. Road, you follow that. If you go too far north, you're in the mist and you're fucked. You go mm. too far south, you're probably in the wildlands and the tribes are going to get you. Follow the road, going west. Mm-hmm. All right. Hits the, uh, he hits the uh, reins on the uh, horse Carlsberg and begins to head out of town. And we are gonna do two rolls um, as you guys head on out uh, on your journeys. In fact, everyone give me perception checks. I think that's gonna be the first thing we'll do. Oh, that's the tavern. You're not in the tavern. You are far from the tavern. Can we go back? Nope. <laughs> Too late for you. Okay, perception chips. Uh, you can do one for Vita, and also you have a very friendly young Guinness with you as well. Guinness has joined the party. Um, let's see here. Wow, a nine from Guinness, a 15 from Vita, a 19 from Will and uh 14 from fix four from merlin and 20 from fire uh fire give me an investigation check as well mm -hmm. 18. 18. one of the wheels on your cart is wrong it's probably the one that you fitted last night but it's <clears throat> it's holding up now all it's doing is causing you to have to put a little more effort into making sure that the horse is um uh, on mm -hmm. track this cart is kind of pulling awkwardly to one side at times um give me an animal handling check 
Mm-hmm. Ten. Just about makes it. Yeah, you're having no direct problems right now. Um, but when you stop, uh, eventually, you're probably going to want to realign that wheel. Um, it's making it more difficult for you. Essentially, the DC is going up on your animal handling checks with mm -hmm. Stella at the moment because of it. Um... Let's see, uh, who else did we have? Who's on your cart? Will, and uh, that's it. Um, after about uh, Isn't two Merlin hours. with us too? Yeah. Merlin as well, first. yes. Uh, what is Merlin's number though? You got four, so he's, yeah, I don't know what I'm he's doing. Probably, yeah. So Merlin's sitting on my lap. It's fire on the front with Merlin either on your lap or next to you and Will sitting on the back of the cart. It's a closed back room, cart, but you, you, you if, got room. If there's to room up front, then I'll sit next to her. Like if she's keeping Merlin on her lap, then there's probably room. But yep. if, if they're sitting side by side and taking up all the space, then I'll just circle around and sit in the back. Okay. Either way, at the start of this, uh, <clears throat> start of this expedition, I do want to do something. Yeah, yeah. What are you uh, doing? I want to take all the money out of my, uh, my coin satchel and, like, hand it all off to look at fire, think better of it, look at Merlin, think better of it, realize that Fix is out of reach, and then, like, <laughs> hide it in one of the containers on the thing, uh, and then I'm gonna follow behind the cart and actually pick up random bits of rock and gravel and fill my coin purse with it. Sure. Until it sounds like I have a bag of stones, like random stones. Yeah. You can do that. And that's it. Yep, that's it. Um Eventually, uh you um come to uh, a small bridge that previously you had crossed um by uh nighttime. So you didn't have much of a view around when you did so. The um, bridge coming in to Cull or leaving Cull um, uh, splits at one point and heads uh, south uh, in a different way. Um, Guinness is sitting next to you, Fix, but I would imagine that he speaks quite loudly. Um, for the most part, he's been chatting absolute shite and he keeps changing subjects like all the time he keeps drifting between one thing to another every time you get into a conversation about one non-thing he switches to another thing and um he points and says oh you see that down there that's Merrin's keep um he uh points to a kind of um uh a small a very very small looking structure that uh, kind of looks like a tiny castle. Um, I can give you an, an handout version of it for now so you can see what it looks like because young Brian Marshall did draw it for me. Um, you can see uh, atop, uh, uh, quite, this is quite far in the distance for you. Um, the, uh, there's a small castle sitting with a, a windmill turning and a small um, waterfall running nearby. He, uh, he says... Um, Them's bastards have abandoned it, I reckon. Haven't seen nobody come out for weeks. Um. What do I know about Marin's Keep already? Uh, give me a history check with disadvantage because you are not from here. Well. Not much. Um, it is uh, a keep that. Uh, in fact, Will, you want to give me a history check as well? With advantage, sure. Because you're a military I think man. You, I think you already recapped it for me earlier. 
but I can't remember. Yep. Uh, a 15. 15. You have advantage, but I mean, 15 is enough to pass the mark anyway. Uh, Meron's Keep is um, the uh, military structure that was a little castle that was placed here um, with the intent for Guardia to have uh, a military presence in the north. It is absolutely like uh, not the ultimate military keep whatsoever. Will, you would know this. Um, this thing uh, is is uh it was originally supposed to um provide uh the north with some level of defense against all of the tribes and the uh the orcs and the raiders that are um that will hit the towns and the farms nearby but for the most part has only ever stationed a few people there it's more of a uh um it's almost abandoned at this point um the fact that Meron's Keep is uh, only a couple of days from Som's Point, and yet Som's Point was still completely hit um, with very little um, uh, of a response, at least from what you can tell, um, is uh, pretty much all you probably need to know about Meron's Keep. It's an almost abandoned mini castle, um, and I think you get the idea that um, Guinness is maybe right. That thing might not have anyone in it at all at this point. Um, Guinness says, Right, well, I'm not going down there, but that's nice looking by day, right? I went over there once. He says to you, Fix. Once? Aye, aye. I wanted to see for myself. See what? Well, if there was anyone there. And was there? Aye, a poltergeist. Yeah. You know what that is? No, please do explain. It's a ghost. Ghost? Aye, but stronger. Aye. I thought ghosts were invisible. Well, maybe I mean to tieflings, but dwarves can see the ghosts. Oh. Quite a useful skill to have. Right. I reckon they left it because of that ghost. There's nobody there at all. I don't know. How long hmm. ago was this? What? And since you went? Oh, that was years ago. Hmm. You see lights on in there sometimes. Yeah. Haven't they seen any in two weeks? And poltergeists light lamps? <laughs> Aye. Hmm. Of course. Why couldn't they? Poltergeist is just a person. But a ghost. It's got hands. Oh. What can't they do? Uh, talk. Yeah. Eat. Drink. Go fishing. Oh, I can't go fishing either, so... Why? Never been. That doesn't mean you can't go. Be more pressing issues to attend to. You can go in Jairus, actually. Place to fish in Jairus? Aye. There's a little lake, but it's close to where them, the immune tribe are. The immune tribe, you know, they sharpen their teeth like an animal. I didn't know that. Aye. And if they get you, they bite you. They'll eat your flesh. 
by the undead. Well, I mean, it could be worse, I suppose. Could it? Yeah, I mean, they could, I don't know, turn you into a horrible monstrosity and with no control over yourself. How did I do that? You tell me, you said you knew about necromancers. Hey, I do. And what do you know of necromancers? Well, they're bastards, a lot of them. A lot of them around? I don't know. If I met one, I'd give him the dry back of my hand. Teach him what for. Yeah, it's quite rude. And I'm eating the dead and all that. Hey, you know what a zombie is, right? Uh, a, a person brought back? Hey, it's a person whose soul got turned inside out. Inside out? Hey. Uh, you meet many zombies in your time? Hey, have you ever been to Dandelo? No. No, me neither. But there are zombies there? I don't know. Are they? Uh, what do you know of Dandelo then? What's it like on the Tiefling Island? Apparently it's made of fire and boils the sea around it. Is that what they tell people? Hey, you lot don't get burned. Well, we do, it just hurts. Where'd you find the gnome? Strangely, on the road. He kind of attached himself to us. Alright. Don't get any ideas. No, no, no. I don't need a gnome. I'd like one. I don't need one. They're not pets, you know. They're, they're people. I don't know. He seems a lot like a pet. Turns around and he's sitting on Fire's lap. <laughs> like I'm a lap dog. <laughs> and she's stroking his hair. Good boy. <laughs> he's letting out a purr. And uh, <laughs> you guys uh, travel for some time uh, here. Uh, let me roll two dice for you. Did you remember to feed the Merlin? <laughs> uh, Will, give me an investigation check. Okay. Intelligence, my strong suit. Here we go. A seven. Oh, actually, you can give me survival. You forget that. Give me a survival if you want. Is that better for you? Marginally, yes. Uh, survival. Hey, an eight. Marginally, an eight. There we go. <laughs> um, you get to the point where there is a, a forest. After about um, like a fair few hours of travel here, um, the daylight um is still pretty strong. You get the feeling that it's past midday. Um, and there is a uh small forest that has been encroaching on the road for several hours as you guys have been moving along on these wagons um and uh you get the feeling that it's somewhere around here that uh you had that vision which showed you uh, a sort of an ancient looking map where nathan had entered into the mist and had tried to uh, ensure that they keep the forest to uh, one side of them around here on the if i bring you over to the map as well chat um somewhere around here is the uh is is the feeling you get i wonder if i can uh, no snap this um you get the feeling that you're now approaching kind of uh the edge of of that forest um and you can make a mental note of that um because i know that you were uh, uh well that you probably would um 
maybe make some note of some in landmarks and and kind of where this forest begins to um uh uh, uh give way to what becomes kind of an open plains land ahead of you from the most part um of the morning's journey it's been a uh, a straight shot down towards the river and then a straight shot up and past this um, uh, forest with it being relatively um, uh, flat land. Um, ahead of you there is a huge set of rolling hills and with the aid of the daylight you can see much further than you normally would be able to and you can see that there's nothing but what is essentially plains lands and rolling hills. Um, Guinness shouts out and says Hey, be careful with this here cart coming up now. The rest of the journey is a bastard. It's hills and rocks and bullshit. And uh, behind every single one of them hills can be a... Uh, a thing that wants to kill us or take our stuff. Right? Uh, a dragon? Perhaps? Oh, no, 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 no. Dragons, they fly. They come from whatever's behind the clouds. Mm. What is behind okay. the clouds? What is behind the you clouds? You don't know? Ask the witch. Witch? What's up there? Oh. All manner of monstrosities. All manner you of monstrosities. You don't want to go up there. Why? Is that where they come yeah. from? Yeah. They come straight down. And if you're not careful and if you're looking up, while they come down, they'll tear your face off. It's at that point while everyone is looking up. <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, yeah. No, nothing. You beat me to the punch. I was gonna have Will lean over and say, "Remember, there was rumors of a wyvern in the area." I would <laughs> wonder. <laughs> well, you'll be pleased to know it's not a wyvern. But okay. um, in front of the cart that you are on, fix uh, the um the horse carlsberg rears back doing the, the horse thing horses scare me and i don't like to make the noises of them and i apologize but the horse suddenly noise. um rears up and from the center of the road uh a kind of a, a strange moment as your you and guinness's eyes are drawn down to the road and maybe those of you in the cart behind can see what looks like a lump in the road like a a, a rock perhaps suddenly jump up um it is in fact an ogre and it pulls a rope up and a, a great rope net is pulled up and across the road between two kind of hill um inclines nearby there is a kind of a ruin like an old looking watchtower and a few orcs pour out one of the orcs is covered in plate armor he points towards the carts with a javelin and shouts does anyone speak Orcish? Uh, no. Oh, I don't know. Nope. All right. Leave it as Guinness. So I'm going to bring you over to the plains here. I'm going to give you all. Uh, I'm going to give you all a initiative turn order, and I would like everyone. To roll me some initiative, please. Thank you. And I'm going to roll for all the things on here. Now, the horses don't do anything unless you make them do something, okay? 
Um, and if you uh, fire in particular with the reins, make this horse and this carriage do anything in particular, uh, let me know. There will probably be a check uh, and, you know, that's what it is. But for now, I'm not adding the horses to the initiative order, just so you know, because some people on YouTube are already angry with me. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let me add the ogre. So, oh, we have um, an ogre, an orog, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight orcs on the menu today. And I will give each of those orcs a uh, colorful uh, thing. Uh, so that you can differentiate them, which I forgot to do, and always forget to do, every single time. While this big, uh, this big orc is up, like yelling at us in whatever language he's yelling, orcish, uh, or I would assume it to be orcish, yeah. Uh, while he's yelling at us, I just want to look at Merlin, point right at that guy, and just say, Merlin. And then play and oh, point way ahead him. of you, buddy. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what I'm going to do. All right. Now, the higher level that you people become, the longer it takes me to set up these encounters every time. And I apologize, but that's what it is. Um, cannot imagine how long it takes to run a level 20 hmm. session event of D&D. Uh, but here we go. Orog. Ogre. Orc. Let's go. Four for the Orog. Which is kind of an Orc leader. Um, uh, four for the Orcs as well. And 17 on the Ogre. And is everybody on there? Vita isn't. Vita is not. And Vita goes on your turn or he has his own? No, he has his own. Oh, and Guinness as well. Guinness Which is, is a nine. Guinness is also a, uh, a fighter. Guinness immediately pulls out, like, pretty quickly as well. Like, you see him react. Um instantly and unflinchingly the same way that you guys might kind of experienced with a uh with a uh, heavy crossbow he uh he shouts um backwards and says orcs light them up um and vita got what sorry nine, nine. and so did guinness so let's see here. Who goes first? What is uh, Vita's dex score? Plus one. Twelve. A Twelve. All right. Well, we'll just have Vita go first. And there we go. Okay. So the first to react off the mark. So each of the horses, um, well, Carlsberg rears up and, and, um, and Guinness brings the cart to a stop. There's a huge kind of neck. A thick rope and net, uh, rope and is a word, across the road itself um, being drawn between the area. It's going to be really hard to bring the carts 
um, forward, up and around on this kind of hills and stuff. Um, the uh, ogre is behind it and begins to move towards the carts. I think, um, I assume, Fire, you bring your cart to a stop and don't just go rolling into the back of the other one. I'll let you do that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So your cart also stops, but you are where you are. And this is Merlin's turn. Okay. All right. So um, without saying, uh, oh, no, I, I do want him to say a little something. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to cast Fireball. And it, oh, Jesus. As soon as, um, uh, <laughs> as soon as Guinness is like, light him up. Merlin's like, oh, I'll light him up. And he rubs his two hands and then he kind of cups them. And what starts as a little flame, it becomes and grows like into this giant ball of fire. And with one hand, he hurls it over like a dodgeball over to where Orog and uh, his little orc posse is. Okay. Uh, and this will deal 30 damage to any of them that do not make the save. What is the radius on it? Um, a 20 uh, let, foot radius. Let me put that there for you. Well, it's going to hit all of the ones in here. The wall will save this one, but the uh, all the orcs in here will have to to uh, make the saves. I'll start with the Orog himself with a... Sorry, is it Dex? Yes, Dex save. What do I have to beat? Oh, man. Yeah, you beat. All right, 20 beat. I mean, he still <laughs> takes half 30. the damage. That's 20, sorry, yep. Um, so he's still going to take 15 damage. So it's not the worst thing in the world uh, as you uh, set this thing off. Uh, the other orcs, I will go uh, clockwise from the blue one. So this is orc uh, one, two, and three. Wow. Uh, two makes. What the heck? I, I think actually, no, it doesn't matter. They're all dead. They, they have 15 HP. <laughs> <laughs> so... What, what probably happens here is like as soon as this ogre pulls up it probably just and then there's like a explosion in the uh in the in this kind of old ruin of a, a tower nearby this fire just engulfs everything the bricks explode out the orc that's standing outside ducks as a flaming brick lands behind him um Three of these orcs are incinerated. Guinness turns back and goes, Oh, fucking bastard! That was beautiful! Do it again! And uh, the Orog stands up from the fire with his plate. Um, he rips bits of his plate off and uh, hefts off a, a javelin um, with a, a few scorch marks on him. This particularly large-looking orc with a, um, a lot of armor on. Uh, however, three of these orcs are instantly destroyed. Um, anything else on your turn, Merlin? You want to? No, that, that, that's it for me for now. Okay. Um, Does it's... Merlin even bother getting up from his seat, or does he just stay on the no, wagon? No, he's, he's still on top of Fire's lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the ogre can uh, move here. Where are you, ogre? He's quick. So this is difficult terrain. So that's twenty. Um, you can get right up next to this horse. Um, you see that the ogre actually runs past the horse, um, ignoring it, and then runs straight for the side of the cart. 
he puts one hand on the cart. The, the wagon bends down, Fix, as you're on it, kind of you slide a little bit down. And the ogre um, brings up an enormous great club and swings it towards Guinness uh, in the front seat there on a 13 against Guinness's 16. Um, Guinness uh, has a, a little shield that he pulls out. It's, a, it's an old-looking... Thing. He brings it forward. The ogre smacks the shield and Guinness goes over. Uh, it, it turns him over, the shield falling behind him. The ogre hitting this thing. Guinness falls over but doesn't take any damage as the ogre looks around. Um, doesn't have multi-attack. So the ogre is now just this enormous thing. This is a... This ogre is... Uh, a huge, overweight-looking human with massive arms, thick, trunk-like legs, an enormous belly, but the tiniest head. Have you ever seen the old Mario movie, the live-action one, with the tiny head people? He looks yes. like that. Um, he looks oh, to you, no. Fix, and goes... And I don't understand what you're saying! Fire's turn. I will... I'm there just are going orcs to... that you can see, by the way, that are down here, mm -hmm. moving out of the bushes. I'm going to grab Merlin, just scoot him off my lap a little bit, Aww. a little bit shocked at the whole fireball situation that just happened. Yep. And I'm just going to stand up and take a sharpshooter shot at the ogre. Okay. Mm. Oop. Oh. That is a five. Um, an enormous target, almost impossible to miss. <laughs> miss and you uh fire an arrow while you're dealing with wow what just happened while you're dealing with merlin um taking him off your lap and stuff this arrow just launches into the rocks behind where the uh where the ogre is i just and go miss. and i just sit back down <laughs> okay uh brings us to will's turn um <clears throat> all right i will stand up uh i'll just look at fire for a second and say i'll deal with the big thing take care of those and point down at the uh trees here and start moving towards the ogre you got it i'll move right here uh, and I will cast Spear of Light. Except I'm actually going to target these guys. Uh, I'll put both of them targeting this yellow, the orc with the yellow circle on it. Yep. Right there. And toss two of these out. One. Fifteen and is two. a hit. A 15 and a 19. Okay. Which are going to inflict 10 radiance total. Uh, and it was one on each, or it was both on the yellow one? No, both on the yellow one. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes, these two. spears that you craft and launch like Zeus towards this tree line as these two orcs begin to move out. Um, one of them is struck by them. He is still standing, but he looks hurt. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, no, I'm going to use the rest of my movement to take another step towards the ogre and use Mark's target on this guy. Why is this not updating? Boom, just like that. I'll just point out the ogre and say, that one's mine. 
not that it's mine solely, but I have to say something. So there you go. Uh, and I'll end my turn right there. Okay. Let me just figure out why this has stopped. Capturing. Good. For chat, the, uh, the, the roll 20 is no longer, uh, you know. It's fine. We can narrate. Uh, I got it, we I it. all roll natural 20s. And win. <laughs> it's crazy. How easy all of the win. enemies are gone? Yeah, they exploded. Well done. Um, yeah. All right. You have completed Miss Light. <laughs> Congratulations. Bye. Um, all right. Vita's turn. Uh, Vita's going to fly over to the big ogre and take the help action. For the ogre? Uh, it's going to help whoever attacks it next to give them advantage. Which is Guinness, who stands up. Um, Guinness, from somewhere, pulls a battle axe out and swings at the ogre, missing him. Somehow no one can hit this ogre. No, he has advantage. He has advantage and it hits him. You see this battle axe slice a huge gash open in the ogre's um, body. And deal 12 slashing damage to it. Um, and that is also Guinness's turn. He, uh, he is uh, spinning wildly from being hit by the, uh, by the ogre, but surviving it. Bringing us to you, Fix. What do you do? Uh, I look down at Guinness and say, trust me, and run towards Will. And then I'm going to cast Darkness just behind me, which is a 15-foot radius to cover the whole cart and horse and all of us on it. All right, let me figure out a, uh, a thing, a spell uh, thing that just shows where this darkness is. And... We'll go with, uh, my god. Um, anything within the radius of this circle. That's not there. And it is how big? Uh, 15 foot radius, so 30 feet across. I'll put it on the map layer in a second. It's shiny. It is shiny, isn't it? <laughs> the darkness spell is a giant puff of glitter. I it's love it. Very magic. <laughs> <laughs> Completely out of character. Fix produces a bottle, I don't know, a bag of glitter out of her. Uh, and you're casting it where? Like there? Yeah, so it covers the entirety of the cart. Like this? Yeah, yeah, there, there, there. All right. Uh, and then and you move I'm gonna somewhere. run. Yeah, I'm gonna move back to the edge of the cart here. Um, Guinness goes. I'm blind. They took me. Go to Will. Who the fuck's Will? The big bastard. <laughs> there is. Hey. Is it, yeah. No hexing, witch. <laughs> um. Okay, and that's the end of your turn. The Orog, um, covered in flames and embers and things, um, will move his movement out there. Get out of the way of the burning wreckage that is that thing. 
And he is going to yeet some javelins. Um, so this all suddenly becomes darkness, doesn't it? So let's see how far he's going to have to yeet these. What is this range? What is the range on a javelin? Oh, 120 with disadvantage. Two disadvantaged javelins coming in. One towards um, fire, one towards Merlin. A nine fire and a an 11 on Merlin. These two javelins just <laughs> land. Uh, one of them hits the carp <laughs> and uh, one of them flies over you somewhere. You hear this um, orc shouting to some of the others and pointing down towards this kind of blob of magical darkness. But nobody speaks orcish. You don't know what he's saying. Um, the orcs will do their own set of yeets uh, as they move up on their turns. Um, what's there? Wait, where are we going? From here to there. So these ones can actually get right to the edge. Um, and then this guy is slightly elevated already. He's going to yeet. So every orc here... No, no, no. Three of these orcs are yeeting javelins into the darkness completely at random. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're going with um, Orog, Vita, Will, Fix, Guinness. Horses are magically immune right now. So one, two, three, four, five. And this is going to be... Um, let's have... This is the ogre rolling a d5. This is coming towards Vita with disadvantage. This javelin here. A seven. Doesn't hit. <sighs> Launches into the darkness. You hear these javelins landing nearby. Um, roll me a d5, please. Fix. That's 54. <laughs> One. One. This is coming towards the uh, the uh, the ogre. On a 16, it hits the ogre. There is just a... <laughs> as one of these orcs yeets a, a javelin into the ogre, dealing seven piercing damage to the ogre itself. Uh, Will, roll me a d5 for the last of these three that's coming into the darkness in the attempt to hit... The main Three. And that's coming towards you, Will. That's me, is it not? Yeah. A 13? I'm guessing... Sails over your head. Through that armor. Two more coming towards Merlin and Fire. Are you within range this time? You are. So these don't have disadvantage. First one towards Merlin. Second one towards Fire. Wow. Uh, an 11 misses Fire and a natural 1 miss from this one. Merlin, roll me a d20. Oh, wait, okay, eight. Eight. Um, wow, I clicked the wrong thing. An eight on my critical fails is um, they slip and they have to make a dex save on a failure. 
which that isn't, uh, they would have fallen prone. So this one slips yeah, as he's running forward, but he doesn't fall prone. He manages to remain stable. I think that's all the orcs because you killed so many of them at the beginning, bringing us back around to Merlin's turn once again. Um, okay. Merlin is going to cast Scorching Ray on the uh, orcs closest to us and Orok. Okay. Uh, one each? Yes. All right, we'll go Orc, then Yellow Orc, then Orog. So 20. Okay. All right. Oh, no, that's your... No, 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 never mind. Yeah, go. I thought that was Kay. your roll. It's my roll. Let's go. Right, here's the first. Oh. Ten <laughs> misses. Oh, rats. Oh, let's try that again. Twelve is also a miss. Oh, oh come on. There's two scorching and... rays launching Come on, last one. Get Orog. Seventeen yes. is also a miss. This. Oh, wait. Yeah. No. The Orog has some beefy armor on as the uh, Scorching Ray launches towards him. It actually does hit him. It doesn't hurt him. It just boom, hits the thick armor and he continues to sort of trundle forward as this spell. Unfortunately, you missed with all of your Scorching Rays. These fireworks launching into the um, surrounding area miss all of their targets or at least don't do any damage. You still have a bonus action and movement. Um, yeah, no, as, as a bonus action, uh, he's gonna... Um just kind of curl up in a ball in embarrassment. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, ogre turn. Ogre, one, two, three, four. Four being the cart. Uh, he's going to swing wildly at Vita with um, this enormous great, great club. Um, on a 21. That'll hit. This deals 13 uh, damage to Vita. Every time Vita levels up, they gain, what is it, a, D, a 4 HP? What do they get? 4. 4 HP. So, I mean, every time Fix levels up, Vita gains an, another 4 HP, by the way, chat, just because I don't think we've ever really discussed the mechanics of Vita. Um, but I feel like familiars, I don't know, I'm a fan of leveling them up with you so that they continue to be viable things as opposed to just endlessly utility um so Ogre okay hits vita there's some sparks and fix you get a reverb of like an understanding that vita was just hit by something but is is okay and uh the ogre will stumble to here but that's about it out of curiosity can vita see through magical darkness like the infamilias can i know it's a demon uh vita has blind sight so doesn't need to rely on sight so essentially, it can see through it, yeah. So if the ogre can't see him, it would have made that attack a disadvantage, would it not? Unless the ogre can also see him. No, you are dead right. It doesn't hit him. <gasps> yeah, well, uh, AC is 11, so it would have hit anyway. Oh, oh hit well, anyway. never mind. <laughs> never mind, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't know he had the AC of, <laughs> I didn't know he had the AC of a paper bag. He's got a good health pool, you know? You can't have everything. He's <laughs> a little, uh, little flame pixie. All right, mm -hmm. um... Fire's turn. I will stand up and uh, take a shot at the Orog boy over here. Just normal, not sharpshooter. 17? A 17 is a hit. You're, oh, wait, no, you're hitting the Orog, sorry. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> it is a hit, but it just uh, ding off the armor again as the Orog continues to move forward. Um, he is wearing. I'll sit back down. Polite armor. Um, you sit back down. You know down? my ears perked up immediately at the start of this fight when you said plate armor, right? I'm like, I'm gonna kill that guy and take mm. it. Okay, <laughs> it's your turn to attempt to kill the guy and take it. Uh, or whatever you're unfortunately, doing. Unfortunately, I have a bigger thing in front of me, so I'm gonna try to deal with this first. Um, uh, let's go with. I am going to use my bonus action to prep thunderous smite. And okay. then I'm going to swing at the ogre with a booming blade. Yeah. Uh, also, I also have blind sight. Um, you do? Which I, I do. <laughs> All right. What, when we hit level four, I traded out the interception block damage for a teammate skill because I was hardly ever using it, uh, and I and I took this instead so that I don't ever get caught in the dark. So. Sure. Uh, kaboom! I will swing at this guy. And that is a natural 20. And All I am, of the course. Damage. Let's see if you can do 40 damage. I am, of course, going to add a Divine Smite. Yes. So, all right, hold on. Where's the <laughs> dice roller? <laughs> here we go. Okay, so. Everyone get your calculators out. <clears throat> that would be. Oh, God, I don't even. Okay, so. There isn't a number high enough. For the, for the swing itself, it would be it would be six slashing plus three plus proficiency plus six more. So it's twelve. It's twelve slashing. Okay. And then from the divine smite, it's going to come out to be twenty-three radiant. And then from the thunderous smite, it's going to come out to be. 12 thunder. Uh, I think. Oh, and then from the booming blade, it is also going to be. Well, he has to move for the booming blade, right? Uh, once I hit level 5, it scales. Uh, so now it, it triggers an initial burst, and then also again when they move. Like, it does? Kind of the oh, that excites me so much. I have booming blade on my Wednesday <laughs> character. Oh. Yeah. yeah. When you. When you... When you start low-level Booming Blade, they have to move, but when you hit level 5, scales up. Now he just explodes right away. But if he takes a step, there is still a it second also does explosion. It. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so all the damage. make it... You just have to make 40 damage, and you do 40. Four Doesn't... more thunder. Okay, that's the total. So it's 16... 16 thunder, 23 radiant, and 12 slashing. 28 plus 23, 51 damage. <laughs> Tell me how you just obliterate this ogre. <laughs> Well, it's all completely in darkness, so yeah. you don't know. You don't see yeah, it. Like, you, no hear the thunder <laughs> you hear the thunder crack, and Thunderous Smite has a knockback effect, so I think everyone would just see Will run into the darkness. <laughs> then there's this loud explosion, and the yeah. the dead ogre goes flying up the other side, and only Fix can see it. It's a, it's and that's on the other side of the car. So. This oh enormous ogre launches out and is caught in a, a bunch of this net, <laughs> falling down in front of it, just... Uh, bifurcated and just destroyed and it's insane looking um and that is that the end of your turn no i'm gonna no? step out of the darkness after that and just look at orog uh give me an intimidation check <laughs> uh 
Uh, Let's <laughs> see if you can out intimidate him. I'm just going to roll one back because it's one of his skills. A seven. He said he looks at the the uh, ogre and says, Um. Let me I'm roll. Gonna, oh, he does speak. I'm gonna common. point. I'm gonna point the tip of my sword at him and, and hope that he speaks comment <laughs> and just say, "You're next." The uh, the orog says, "Mercy, mercy for us." <laughs> Is he surrendering? He, he holds his hands up. <laughs> uh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn and shout at the other orcs then, um, because I don't know if they can all see the fact that Orog is surrendering, and just yell at them in common and say, uh, "Look to your captain and surrender." You see the other else orcs. Else you end up like else you end up like that, and I'll point at the ogre. Looking to each other and they uh, kind of look over to the Orog. The Orog says, "Motari, kubara isudane." Two of the orcs at the back, you see them drop their weapons. The two that are uh, a bit further away drop their weapons, and the Orog puts his javelin down, sticks it into the ground, and holds his hands up. We surrender. Um. Yeah, I'll just look to the others and say, this is over. Stand down. Uh, do you drop the darkness spell? Mm. Yeah. The, um... The... Combat is done. The, um... The Orog says... We leave you. You go on your way. <clears throat> we leave. And you leave these roads forever find somewhere else to prey on if that's what you have to do but as a mark of your shame you leave that armor yeah it will be done Ugh. please your name my name is will don't ever let me catch you here again the orog takes off a medallion and puts it, hands it towards you in a huge fist. He's he's taller than you. He's like eight foot. He's bigger than you too. I'm just gonna walk up to him like I own this space entirely. Will is not intimidated and take it. Yeah, it looks exactly like the Cloudy Wolf medallion. Um, and he says, "You, you now have heart of wolf." Very well. You wish for this. It's his armor. Yes, that's the penalty you pay for attempting to attack us. Anything you desire. That or your life. He nods his head. Uh, the other orcs um, are kind of backing up. They're speaking to themselves in orcish up on the uh, the other side, but the. Orog, this very large leader, he's got scars all over him. Um, and as he begins to take pieces of this armor off, um, he places them in front of you carefully. They're too big for you to wear, 
uh, just straight out, but you can probably adjust this down. Um, probably in JRS, take it to a blacksmith or an armorer and, and they will be able to uh, deal with it. It stinks bad. Um, it's partially damaged. It looks very old and worn as well, um, but is intact enough that you get the feeling that if you gave it a good clean and um, uh, and had somebody adjust it to fit your stature, it probably would work. Um, it's pretty plain looking though. You get the idea that maybe this was taken off of a very large knight some time ago. Um, doesn't seem to have any symbols on it, but there are lots of scratches that look like they're probably from animals more than anything else. A few scratches from swords, maybe infighting with the other orcs. Um, the orc now wearing little more than just a, um, a linen kind of cloth around his waist. You see his body is covered in lots of scars and he says, We leave in peace. Um... Yeah, I'll, I'll look back up at him and say, I have the same scars. Take your wolves and go west or south. If you're going to try and rob somebody, then go after the tribal folk out here. They love a good fight. Stop picking on merchants. You're better than that. As you desire. He moves away from you, kind of backs up, and then begins to move quite swiftly across the, the roadside here. He moves past where that ogre is, just looking at it in, like, wide-eyed shock um, and horror. You also get the sense that there's, like, a weird level of respect from him um, as he uh, kind of acknowledges your, sh your strength. And he steps up to where the other orcs are and says, The group of orcs begin to move away all together um heading away from you a lot of them like looking over their shoulders in in shock and disbelief as they move away from the area guinness looks absolutely flabbergasted at you all as he as you uh finish this and you you gather up the pieces of uh of plate mail um and the burning kind of rubble of this tower behind you. Um, Guinness is looking over each of you and says, Who the fuck are you people? People who've had to learn how to survive out here. Uh, I have had to learn how to survive out here, but you just... He looks down towards the ogre. How did you do that? I've never seen anybody do something like that to an ogre in one strike. As I walk past with the armor, I'll just look at him and say, I'm just Will. And walk past. I, 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 I suppose uh, he hops down and starts to move the bits of the rope away from the, uh, from the, um, uh, the road, looking at this giant ogre, looks over at, at you, Fix. Uh, 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 no hexes! Hey! Uh, dream of it. Uh, hey, okay. Just be on your best behavior. Hey, you know, uh, I've never seen anybody do nothing like that. I mean, that is a nice little trick, he points to the burning wreckage. But, uh, I see, uh, hey, can you do this? Nah, no, Merlin's quite. As I say, not a pet. Hey, shit, no, that's a weapon of mass destruction. That is, that is what that is. Yeah, yeah. you should smell his fault. Yeah, aren't I fucked up with him then? <laughs> He's got a 
Big swing, right? Okay, well, back on your horses then. No damage to the cart, no? Oh, they they messed up this uh this wheel pretty bad. Oh shit! You want to fix gotta... it now? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that. we. No, I was about to say we probably made a lot of noise and we should get moving, but you know what? Doesn't matter if a fucking dragon shows up, does it? Nope. He's got a dragon. We got a fucking will and a fucking whatever the fuck's going on here, right? Okay, let's have a look then. That's uh. What's wrong with that? That's fine, that wheel. That's fine, that's sturdy. Mm-mm. Nope, they, uh... They hit it hard, and I could tell that it's not safe. Not safe? Mm-hmm. Alright, uh... What do you want to do? Just gonna realign it. You wanna realign they, it? They unaligned it, so I gotta realign it. Alright, okay! You, Superman, come pack here this, this up. We'll realign this wheel and get going. He can pick uh, up a whole wagon by himself, you know, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'll hop down. I'll hop down and give him a hand without really saying anything. Uh, tuck away the armor and then go uh, give him a hand with it. If there's a way to lift it up using leverage or with the horses or whatever, I'll do that. But if not, I'll just try and lift it again. Yeah, just give me an athletics check. Okay, let's see. Can I do it twice or do we fail miserably? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just gonna one arm it. <laughs> this is not even fair. Another natural 20. <laughs> this, this, lift the thing this, up. With a pinky. Payback. This is payback for all my nat ones and misses. This is well done. Yeah, with a pinky. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> lift it uh, up. Fire, give me a dexterity check. Oh, please, God. Please, God. You do it. <laughs> you realign the wheel. Will, will lead, uh, brings the um, wagon back down. And uh, um, Guinness goes around, checks some of the... Um, some of the... the uh, carts, um, uh, produce and things and stuff, uh, and checks it's all tied down, and each of you jumps back up on the, uh, on the wagons, and you begin to, once again, head on out. Um, let me just roll my dice, which I've lost. Great. Okay, I will roll it here. A six. Um, as you guys head out the, uh, the, um, maybe about half an hour, 45 minutes later, the sun, um, uh, begins to wane and the darkness falls once again. The, uh, road ahead becomes a little more difficult for you to navigate fire. Give me a perception check. And an animal handling check. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's hard to see the road here. And by road, we're really not talking uh, a, a, a cobblestone road or anything. It's it's mostly a dirt path. There are points where it just becomes um, flattened uh, grass and you're just kind of navigating via the cart ahead of you. Um, the um, the cart ahead of you on uh, with fix on it, Guinness says, So what's the, what's the biggest? What's the biggest thing he's 
he's killed then? That? Oh, oh, is that what's that child's play for him? What else has he killed? Depends who you ask. You. Well, I've heard rumours. Right. Yeah. I saw him kill a griffin once, mid-air. Oh, shite. Yeah. Flew off with him on its back and he just slashed its throat and rode it down to the ground. Well, it glided down. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Right. So, like, uh, it looks human, though. But, what is he? He's human. <laughs> no, he's not. Well, what do you think he is? I don't know. Like a, a monster. Aren't monsters supposed to be scary? Does he scare you? Aye. <laughs> Fucking scares me, kidding. I mean, I'm glad that I'm paying him. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to get on his bad side. Yeah. Hey, uh... Hey, you know what? I don't get to do this much. He lifts up a, a lantern um, on, a, on a stick and fixes it into the uh, back of the seat area and, and then lights it. And it gives a little glow around the uh, around the wagon. He says, "Not that effective. I just like it. Makes me feel uh, cozy, atmospheric." Hey, so what's that then? He points at Vita. Uh, that is a bird. Nope. What is it? Uh, it's a special bird. You've not oh. seen them before. A special bird. Didn't it have yeah. a name? It's called Vita. Right. And that's its name or what it is? That's its name. I told you it's a bird. Right. What's the biggest thing you've killed? I try not to think about it. Mm. Right. I don't really enjoy killing. Hey, you don't want to go to Kira after this. I'm going to Jairus and then I'm going down to Kira and you feel free to come with her if you want. What's in Kira? More gold for you and an absolute guarantee that I'm going to make it past the Muin tribe this time. Hmm, we have business in Jairus, but if you're still around when we're done, we can consider it. I got a permanent spot opening up for him. He won't be cheap. You know, Fires is a manager and she drives a hard bargain. Right. Who's Fire? The elf. Oh, right, aye. Right. Why is she called Fire? I think it's her fiery personality. Spirit, I might call it. Oh, right. Right. Aye. What's her gnome called? Merlin. Right. And what's the monster called? Uh, why don't you name it? I don't think I know. I'll call him... The Beast. Unique. Alright. Uh, here you go. Hands you the reins. Uh, I don't know how to do this. Uh, you I just hold that there. If there's something in the road ahead, just pull back. Right? And if you need to speed up, you just... Little whip like that. Uh, on Carlsberg's arse. And don't worry, he's a bastard. You're a bastard, Carlsberg. He's not. I love him. you bastard. You just gotta keep him humble, you know? Well, right? why am I doing this? What What are you doing? I'm going to sleep, lass. 
I want to sleep. He goes to sleep. Uh, roll me an animal handling check. Eight. Oh, the car ahead of you, fire, just starts wobbling all <laughs> over the place. It speeds up. It slows down for like 20 minutes. Uh, it's it's pretty crazy up there. Um, Merlin. Yes. What are you doing? I'm sitting on fire's lap. Again. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Um, it is my happy place. Yeah. <laughs> You, uh, you're sitting on Fire's lap. The night's pretty clear. Um, you can see, uh, uh, the, the clouds are still overhead. It's still an overcast, um, day. Um, it's probably still early evening. It's probably only like 7 or 8 p.m. when, um, you hear a voice inside your mind say, Are you still alive? And that is where we're going to end today's session. Because it's Disby's birthday and she's got a big birthday meal to go to and we have to end the session early. So we had no break, but we're finishing a little bit early and that I think is a good place to end it. Thank you so much for joining in and, uh, and playing players and watching watchers. Everyone say happy birthday to Disby and go over to Disby's channel, which will be linked in the chat right now and give... Uh, gift subs as your birthday gifts to wonderful Disby who has spent two years on Table Story, which is not the birthday we're celebrating, but it has been two <laughs> years of your life that you've been stuck with me uh, DMing and torturing you uh, through two uh, shows in a row. Um, please go and uh, give Disby some wonderful gifts um, and uh, we'll do a very quick round of shout outs here and let Disby head on out for that big birthday cake. I don't know. I remember you did tell me what you were doing, but I've forgotten. I think it was a meal of some sort with... Yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. Going on a date. With a date. Yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> um, okay, let's do a quick round of shout outs. Let's start with you, birthday Disby. Happy birthday. Um, where Thank can people you. find you in the week and things? You can find me here, Twitch and Twitter at DisbyRx. I play video, Vigima games and D&D here every Thursday. Yes. Uh, what about you, Brian? Uh, hi, I played Fire today. You can find me at Brutalbury everywhere. And I'm going to be jumping into uh, Red Dead RP. Which mm. I'm very excited about. That'll be yes. happening soon. There's a few peeps on that one, including one of these two's on it. But which one is it? Not Fairlight. Oh no! I heard a rumor that you were joining. You were doing some as well. <laughs> Did I just blow yeah, the? Uh... I was considering destroying my sleep schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I recommend but we'll it. We'll see. You make it sound so fun. It <laughs> is so much fun. It is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be doing after dusk. After I keep wanting to call it after dark, after dusk. I never quite know. Uh, tomorrow night on my channel at 10pm twitch.tv forward slash Leah and we could talk about this adorable episode because it was adorable and also epic holy shit <laughs> it was so good yeah it was insane <laughs> it was epic so um return to form from uh, Will Fairlight where can people find you what are you doing uh hi I'm Jesse you can find me over at twitch.tv slash Fairlight underscore Excalibur live pretty much every day and uh 
over the... Well, now I have a Hades-shaped hole in my heart because I just finished playing that game, so Aww. I got to figure out what's next Aww. on the list. And yeah, it was nice to roll something other than that once today. That was, <laughs> it was insane. You had a moment. <laughs> um, I feel like when stuff like that happens, you have to, as a DM, acknowledge the idea that maybe you scare even orcs away. <laughs> you know, like if that happened, like someone went running into a... a a fog of darkness and then just baseball bats out <laughs> an ogre at almost full health like even the ogre needs to be like oops who is that <laughs> you know like who have we picked on we've messed up um it's also uh interesting because you guys are getting stronger you know and like the world maybe you're scaling above the world here um that mist is boosting you uh, a little bit perhaps a part of me wonders what it would have looked like if I had built Will for damage instead. <laughs> it could have, could have been even worse, but that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't want to know about it. Yes, you've kind of headed into the second arc a little bit here, um, which was um, indicated by the beginning of the stream. You'll see the Mistlight logo now has the tower behind it. Um, but this uh, little expedition is a nice... You know, little mini arc as you travel along the road with your new pal Guinness. Um, and we will return to the road with the party next week. Um, and uh, thank you so much for watching, everyone. Those of you that are waiting... Check out Brad. Oh, I don't stream. I actually started Ghost of Tsushima today. Um, so it was, yeah, it was yeah. fun to watch the swordsman obliterate someone in D&D as well. Um, <laughs> it's been fun to play but uh, those of you that are waiting for the books the Ravenloft books uh, I will be sending them out I think tomorrow so keep an eye out for them we're going to send them tracking wise I think we have everyone's name but if you don't if you haven't contacted someone uh, from our mod team with your address uh, of where to send them please do so ASAP and uh, we'll send you out those books winners that's it happy birthday Disby we'll be back next week Thank with uh, another session Thanks again for tuning in. Check out all of the shows, including our new show, Spellwind. We also have Root, which is starting on Saturday, uh, which has got Leah in it and is uh, going to be... I was going to say, like, in theory, tone-wise, it should be different, but then Wack really scared me last night by saying that something... Uh, it might be traumatizing too. So who knows? <laughs> we'll all find out together on Saturday uh, here on Table Story. Thanks again for watching, everyone. Peace out. Bye.